so, dude, I use so much hand sanitizer, my fucking hands are burning off. We're not fooling anyone, dude. What? They know what's going on. I'm moving this out. They know. All right. We gotta re- we gotta record a bunch of these, man. God knows. I swear to God, it's coming. They're gonna shut it down. We'll just do. We're gonna shut the fuck down, bro. Will you do an online episode? Dude, we got. Yeah, we're gonna do a live. A live. Yeah, we're gonna do an Instagram live. We're All gonna right. do it. We're gonna do. A, however long it's interesting. We have done. Could it. be five minutes. Yeah, we Could have done hour. Instagram live. People showed up. A little bit. We gotta link up though. You think so? That's another conversation. That's the key. We'll talk about this. Everybody's live now. I tweeted something the other day. I was like, oh, fuck, man. I'm not getting booked on the Zoom shows either. Oh, you tweeted that? Yeah. Are you do fuck with Your Twitter? boys twit? No, dude. Your Twitter's- boys twitching, dude. dude. When you- You're no- supposed to have it under control, dude. In a, normal, in a normal world, in a non-pandemic world, Twitter's fucking stupid. Okay. But when you can't do open mics, your boy's going to start tweeting. That's how it is. That's my code. I live by it. You got a problem with it? Don't fucking follow. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I might get on. It's mostly dominoes. It's been. Mostly dominoes tweets. Here's, you know, one thing I've noticed about this? Yeah. One thing I've noticed is people that aren't, you know, you know, we all got friends that were like, yo, I'm friends with you. We cool. We've been good. But they got the weakest Facebook posts ever. But they think that there's some some type of uh some type of harvey dangerfield you know they post they post like things that they think are really funny as facebook statuses those people are pumping out pumping out dog shit dog shit premises left and right that's twitter that's twitter it's just premises i'm big like facebook posts just like pumping out just like yeah oh for sure facebook you gotta you gotta relax man you can't okay if you got a joke and you gotta really sell it with a bunch of emojis just don't post it yeah i mean let's let's be real is facebook the place for your political agenda and your idea for your what your vision of how we're gonna beat it no it's not shut up yeah, Stop also, what do you think of these people that are like, these, um, okay, because here's my, here's my attitude toward everything. I'm very, you tell me, CDC, I'm like, I want to hear from the CDC. Yeah, I want to oh, hear from, sure. that's all I want to hear Dude, from, you tell me what to do, anything else, I'm like, 100%. I do not fuck with, shut up, I don't fuck with anything, yeah. I'm like, they, they're the ones to listen to, we, they are the smartest, best suited people in our nation, right. we've, Put them there to run this shit. Trust them. Oh, my God, man. The amount of people I'm seeing. It's this guy I follow on Facebook. Just dude I used to work with in high school. Now he's just an annoying Facebook person. Yeah, We all have a bunch of those, right? Yeah. Um, this fucking guy is all about, like, he posted photos of him stocking up on ammo. And he's like, are we okay with this mass surveillance from the government? Are we okay with this martial law? I think it's a little fucked up they're making us stay inside. If I want to go vape at an Applebee's and put a fucking, you know. He's the reason there will be martial law. Yes, exactly. He is, the, he is so pissed we he can't get some wonton tacos at they're, Applebee's that he is going to, he is going to disobey martial law. This is that's why we need tanks on the streets because some know, asshole wants wonton saying, tacos. Dude, that's what I'm fucking saying, dude. This guy's like, it's my goddamn right. To go suck on a coconut blueberry icy vape outside of an IHOP where I just ordered cinnamon roll pancakes yeah. for my family. And yeah, dude, I weigh 400 pounds. My wife is 400 pounds and our daughter's really skinny and normal. I don't know how that happened, but that's what we're still giving her pancakes. Yeah, that's, that's my a, right. That's a, that's, a, that's a rural Indiana town thing is the 
Yeah, okay, the gem, just because I like to deter off of pandemic talk, the random, like, country people that somehow the genes, like, perfectly align and they generate one sexy as fuck child. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I think sexy is the wrong word, but you get it. Like, Well, I shouldn't have said sexy and <laughs> child. Ash and Elm. <laughs> Cider yeah. <laughs> got well, me, got me fucked up. Dude. Yeah, you got them saying, you know, I get what you're saying though. You're like two white trash people who end up their kid. You're like, oh no, what's? Oh, I know what's gonna happen to you. Right. Fuck. Yeah, but no. then all of a sudden it's like this weird two rights making a two wrongs making a right. Yeah. Just two, two like make a right. Two no, really piss poor gene pools coming together to make that. I remember there were. I mean, there were just there were certain like kids that were they had like. You know, crazy white trash family, but then yeah. they had like the star soccer player was just yeah. some kid that could run yeah. faster than everyone. Yeah, like Green Giant. Yeah, it just it's the genetic weird like. Or Big Green is that what I'm thinking of? Big Green, the soccer Big Green. movie. Yeah, the little kids, little fat redhead kids playing soccer. He's all white trash. Oh yeah, he's the goalie. Dude, though. that fan, that dad definitely listened to Corn. That kid. You think dad, so? Yeah, that was a Corn family. They watched yeah. WWE, listened to Corn, WWF at the time. Corn. WWF was the real one. WWF, and then what was the other one? NWO? WCW, World or World Wrestling Federation, and that was it. Then the World, Wi- the world Wildlife was, Fund took was that. C, there's a C in one of them. Yeah, the World Wildlife Fund, they were like, nah, bro. They're like, that's kind of our thing. And then yeah. WWE took that. But I think it was like, N- no, it wasn't NWO. But there was oh, one. N- was WWE? I didn't. I wasn't yeah. all in on wrestling. You know I me. Mean? But those were the. I was. I had. I liked wrestling board games. When you're a kid, you think that the there were un- wrestling board games, not board games, video games. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, you want to be the Hardy Boys throwing a fucking chair on somebody's head. Yeah, dude, that's, that's fun. I remember thinking that the Undertaker, that when he would knock someone out and roll them into the coffin, that he was actually burying them alive. And I'm like, why isn't anyone doing anything? <laughs> Somebody stop him! <laughs> yeah, everyone's He's like, gonna kill this guy. That was incredible. You ever look at The Undertaker now? Yeah. Still jacked as fuck. Yeah, dude, that guy's loaded up. Dude, and he's, he's also that seemed- dude's ripped. Okay, what? who are your celebrities where you're dude, like- Dude, The Undertaker definitely doesn't think coronavirus exists. I think, no, dude, here's the thing about The Undertaker. If you ever listened to him do interviews and th- stuff, you'd think he'd be like an outrageous maniac guy. No, he's just a businessman. Just a businessman. Calmest, most level-headed guy. Still jacked For as the fuck. Brand. For the brand. But yeah, I I haven't fucked with wrestling for a while. I got what are these wrestling matches going to be without fans, man? It's just weirdos, it's just actors. I you, you go pay you, this is free if you go down to Hollywood, go to one of these stupid acting studios. You can watch bad acting there for free. Yeah. I think well, I mean I think the WWF or WWE do a really great job of acting. I think they really yeah. sell the drama. They do. Um but now that is a good Okay, what do you think the San Francisco, uh, the Golden State Warriors, the San Francisco Warriors, yeah. were going to play a game to no audience uh, the day after Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah. And that was going to be interesting. I was actually really excited for that and disappointed that we didn't get to see it. Yeah, same with March Madness. That's what they were going to do. And then they yeah. were like, no, we can't. Dude, I am. They I knew, man. It's fucking crazy. They knew. How crazy it is it just fucking less than two weeks ago we were like, Oh, that's weird. No fans. That's 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 fucked up. Dude. I was yeah. ESPN Michael Ice was like, You're gonna play the game without fans. Right. Wrong. Like, no. 
And then they and now knew. it's just like I'm it's not you, happening. I'm dude. telling you, man, it's all about the dissemination of it. It's like the information. It's like right. ever they knew back then. Everyone knew they're like, we're it's gonna be bad. And then we were all still like, oh, that's crazy. I guess it we're not was, playing. It's games a little with weird. Fans. It's a little weird. I'm Here's like, no. the thing is though, it's funny how the stakes get higher and higher because there was a time when someone told me that the Golden State Warriors were gonna play without fans, where I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. It was and the then first, it, it was just scratching right. the surface, poking the bear. You're like, hey, wake up. Because I'm a huge NBA fan. So now it happen. Yeah. If wake they're up. if they say, hey, uh, like right now at this point, if they were to say, hey, the season is canceled and there will be no winner and we're just going to restart, hopefully in October with the next season, I'd be like, yeah, it's kind of what I expected. To think about a week and a half ago, I was like, Man, I hope there's no delay, and I hope they end up getting people back in the stadiums. Is cr- yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Now yeah, I just I'm hope like, my parents don't die. Do it. I was like, dude, the fucking season that Kobe dies, and then the Lakers can win it all. Right like, now, you're the like storyline's too good. Right, and you're like no, it's not people. Happen. People are dying. It's like over. left, there's bod- piles of bodies in Italy. The fact that we're debating, like, are we allowed to podcast anymore? I'm like, right, <laughs> right. It's crazy. The that's the thing is because you think the stakes get higher and higher. Because I remember on Wednesday when it or two weeks ago Wednesday. I don't know when this is airing. But I remember seeing travel ban, can't go to Europe, second, Rudy Gobert test positive, cancel the game, cancel the season. Then, or not cancel, but postpone for potentially two weeks at that time. I remember thinking, like, dude, this is this is not right. And then it's like, okay, stay in your homes. And I would go to Starbucks and cancel it down. And then it was yeah. like, now you can't even go to Starbucks. You can only, I'm like, it's crazy the level, the tiers of yeah. isolation that they're. Well, it's just because they can't be, if they had just come out immediately and be like, everyone has to stay in their home, like on a day's notice. We would have bitched would be, about it. There would have been mass riots. We would have bitched, been, yes, yes. There would have been, like, if they had really gone full out and brought military police in and immediately were like, no, you're in your home. Yeah. There would be civil unrest. There'd be fires. There'd be riots. There'd be looting. Yeah. Like. They had to be like, okay. Had to be gradual. They had, had to, to be. You had to ease people into it. Our lives are... Myself included. I'm a bit of an overreactor, so I probably would have bought a gun and shot someone. <laughs> yeah. We just arm up, build a I'm castle, an emotional guy. Get in a shopping cart full of ammo and just hold up and yeah. vote. Yeah. So I'm glad they did it gradually over a course of two weeks and say, hey, it's man. like fallout. Don't leave your apartment. I have so many protein bars, dude. I know I'm good for a while because my drinking water's not too bad, and I have so many protein bars. I'm gonna be jacked as fuck by the time this no, is over. No, you're gonna be like skinny and gangly. You think so? Yeah. Because I'm rationing weights? my protein bars. I'm doing some push-ups. I start, I was thinking about that. I'm gonna start doing like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and see how long I can go. My fat ass. I see how long I can do. I'm gonna do like ten push-ups one day. Next day, do eleven. Next that's day, how do you gotta 12. do it. Challenge yourself. Next day, thirteen. And mm-hmm. just that's what I'm gonna do. That's the. And I'll be all of like jacked up. Like, dude, Zach's arms are like fucking pythons, and he has the gut the size of a Michelob light keg. That's like, that's my guy, look. Dude. My look is the. I feel like all, all upper arms. body, upper upper body. <laughs> fuck legs. Fuck core. Fuck cardio. Fuck a diet. Arms. Arms. Say it to my face. Brachials. You know, that's the thing is like this whole pandemic, one positive aspect of it is, you know, I've been a real shy guy, non-confrontational guy my whole life. It's good to be finally viewed as a threat, you know? What do you mean? Like, it's good to just have people walk down the street and be like, oh, I don't want to go near that guy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. You feel like people are deterred from coming around you? It's good to finally be, it's good to finally scare people, you know? 
Yeah, I feel like I've been. Like, I feel like some guys like, "Hey, you cut me off, you asshole!" I'm like, "I'm gonna run in your car and kiss you, bitch!" Like, let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking die. I'll make out with you right now. Bitch. I'll do it. I'll He's like, like it. No, stop! I have kids. I'm like, fuck your kids, dude. I'm gonna give mm-hmm. them hugs. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, and the cops come and shoot me. Yeah, you gotta be. You, you know, know be rightfully careful. so. <laughs> I feel like I try. I uh, I'm. I'm the type of guy, I'm introverted, but I, w- I would imagine most people that know me. I just recently realized that in my office, nobody, this was just, I've, we've talked about me and my salty office politics, Yeah. but like a friend of mine in the office, I was hanging out with at like kind of like a happy hour type thing, just me and him. And there, he was going to meet up with some people in the office. I've worked there way longer than he has too. All right. Yeah. This is only a, this is only a sell on how sad this was. All right. I'm very gregarious. I'm very like get to know you in the office. I'm very, I like talking to. Pe- I don't necessarily like talking to people, but I will talk to you if you're getting coffee. All right. So, he he says to these other people that work at the company, small company that I work with, it's like, hey, I'm hanging out with Joey. We're shooting pool, but we're gonna come to the bar that we were meeting up at. So Joey's gonna be with us. And all these people were like, he showed me the text. This guy showed me the text. He's a good dude, but he showed me the text. Everyone in this thread is like, Joey? Who's Joey? And I'm like, oh, how shit. forgettable am I? I'm looking at these texts. I know these people. I've talked to all of them. I'm introduced myself. I said, like, hello, how are You've you? You've gone out. You've done karaoke in front of them. I've done, yeah, I have. I have. I've done karaoke, an office Christmas party, and they're like, who's Joey? And you're yeah. not a weirdo. Like, you got friends at the office. You yeah, got, yeah, I got, I'm not a weirdo, but they're just, I must be just so forgettable because they're like, not gonna lie not sure who joey is and then my friend who he knows i'm not like super insecure so he's like dude people don't know who you are and he shows me i'm like fuck i know you i've hung out with you i know your dog's name we went to chipotle yeah dude i'm like i i was so to me you got double guac i was like that's weird yeah mike i know your name i know your middle name that's dog i know you have a french bulldog named mario Name Figgis. I don't know. Whatever you want. That's a good French bulldog name. It's better than Mario. Mario's my go-to for improv. If I'm if I'm entering a scene with someone, I will call them Mario. Everyone's called Mario because it always gets a laugh, dude. If you're like, oh, give me an Mario. example. If you say like, oh man, this your ankle, it's getting infected. Mario, you cannot be <laughs> licking your own wounds. People will laugh. <laughs> That's funny. Cause That's it's funny. Mario's a funny name. Mario is, especially if it's like, are if they he, a video game? Is he Mexican? Is he Italian? He's Mario. Is he black? Is he yeah. white? If it's a white dude and you call him Mario, instant laughter. White yeah. dudes named Mario that don't look particularly Italian. Yeah. I hope I didn't unplug this. You think you're good? I Should I check so. it? Hold on. Hey, I can see it from here. Do it. Hey, are we good? You good? Cool. Fucking yeah. But Mario is my go-to improv name because it always. Uh, you gotta you gotta pick like some wacky ass names and Mario is the funniest name. Mario's a funny name. What are you yeah. naming your children, by the way? Uh one will be called just Dense. Ooh. Yeah, I'll fucking I'll get weirder. Wait. D E N T S? No. D Oh No. <laughs> no, that'd be fun. That's two different ways. No, D E N S E. Dense. Like one's not weirder than the other. <laughs> dense. <laughs> No, dude, Dance is funny. Like, there's a kid named Dance. That's like a kid, you, a character from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Dance is a guy who's like run into a wall all the time. Like, a little kid, he's got a little chip in his head. It's all like 
bent in a little bit. They're like, oh, there's dents. He's like, hey. Is that what you're going with? Mm, yeah, I'll go with dents. You're going with Nickelodeon character? Dents if it's a boy. Okay. If it's a girl, I don't know. Probably some like sheets. Like, S- like the gap, like S H E E T Z. Yeah, I'm gonna name a kid like Lennon, dude. Lennon, that's uh-huh. funny. Like Lennon, but no, it's like Lennon. No, I've got kids' names, dude. I've got. Do you really? What are they? Archibald. Wow. Solomon. You want your kid to get his ass kicked his whole life. We'll wait until you get the last one. Solomon. Okay, Solomon. Bible one. Okay. And this is a boy's name. Yeah. Angel. <laughs> okay. You want this kid to have a, this kid's gonna have a rough life. You bro. think so? You gonna name a little boy Angel? Uh-huh. He's not Hispanic, and he's gonna grow up. I imagine myself marrying like a Latina woman. Okay, okay, so it's okay. Well, then that's all right. Yeah, you can be a white dude named Angel. You're like, what are you, dude? A white kid, a white guy named Angel definitely owns a junkyard. You think so? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I just remember I I coached he's like 400 pounds Italian. It's like, hey, Angel. He's like, yep. I what? That's Angel. I think you all fucked up, dude. I think you're fucked up. Bro. I coached. I coached this kid in soccer when I was in college. I coached like uh, like little league soccer, um, and this kid had an older brother. Solomon and Angel were these kids' names, and it was so funny because this little boy Angel, when Solomon, like when he was around Solomon, his older brother, he would try to be a badass and stuff, and he kind of like disrespect me. Yeah. And I called him out one time. I'm like. I'm like, why are you such a nice kid when you're around your brother? You're just an asshole. I didn't say asshole. I forget what I said. But I was like, why are you a jerk when you're around your... And he was so... He was so embarrassed. Because he was like... He was he was like a sweet little kid. Yeah. And then when he was around his brother, he just was like, I'm a badass. And I'm like, yeah. you're you just trying insecure. to be cool. And I just called him out on it. It was the fun... I like kids, man. Yeah, you, you think you'd be a dad? I think... But the thing... Here's the thing. When I coached soccer, I liked... The good kids. Man, I hated the bad kids. Yeah, I don't like bad kids either. It's like when you be like playing. So I remember, you ever remember being like, you know, 14, 15, 16. You don't play like Little League baseball anymore, but you're still around it. You know, yeah. like, like my little brother played Little League. So like I would go to games. I was like 15, 16 and just see all the kids. And I'd be like, look how many, look how many kids are shitty. Just like yeah, shitty humans. Some just like bad little, little Touching, twerps, dude. Yeah, they always got like Kool-Aid mouth. Kool-Aid running mouth, around man. complaining about something, demanding a Snickers from the snack bar. Ooh, dude, I called a kid when I worked at, when I was working at this, uh, the Plex, Fort Wayne Soccer Club. They were good to me, and then they were bad to me. <laughs> I've got mixed emotions with the Plex. Bad breakup? We had, we had moments... Some of it, I don't know. Anyway, the Plex, not bad. Love I played. Lost. It's a good, it's a good organization, Fort Wayne, Indiana. But <clears throat> when I was there, I called a kid. So this is bad on my part. I called a kid a big fat liar. Just kind of like. How tri- old were you? I've been twenty two. Twenty okay. one, twenty two. I'm trying to envision you calling a child. Big I was just having a good time, and this kid like he like told a, a lie. Big fat liar. I called him a big fat liar, and he got he started crying. And Good. then I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, man, I probably shouldn't have said that. So then I was like, I got to do damage control right now. So I no, just, you like, just lied. You're like, he's crying. You're like, what happened? He's like, he called me a big fat liar. I'm like, no, he said he hates black people. Right. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> and then the parents like, wait, no. We're cool. <laughs> no. In Fort Wayne, Indiana, guy. they'd be like, yeah. that's my son. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right, they yeah. wouldn't. That's my boy. But, yeah, no, I called this kid a uh, big fat liar. And then he like, started crying. And I'm like. I shouldn't have said that shit. You know, like the, I'm like, oh, sorry, buddy. He has a fragile yeah. ego. His family. He did. Family. He did. 
He's a little bully, probably. Why'd you call him a big fat liar? Um, I think he was lying about being fouled, or he thought he scored, or something like that. He got a goal, and he didn't. Get a goal. Big I, fat liar is a funny thing to say. It it's was, fun. but it's, I called him that, and it was like then I thought about him like, dude, when I was a kid, I was also he wasn't like a big fat kid, so it wasn't. Oh, uh, I didn't even like think that. about that. If, if he was a big fat, fat kid, kid, yeah, his parents would have sued you. Yeah, probably. you would have had to not being able to go to finish college. Yeah, no, it was, uh, <sighs> but it, it it ended up working out but i was oh man can i have i told i have a story man yeah go for it, buddy. it's a little it's a little long so feel free to interject right okay when i was working at this place the plex sports club in fort wayne indiana i was working for like basically a league of like kid anyone could sign up like it was like 90 bucks these kids would come in anywhere from like middle school to like like five-year-olds right yeah and i was like coaching i was doing like coaching and then they'd play little games and stuff so i worked wednesdays and saturdays practice on wednesdays games on saturdays i would always get i didn't play college soccer i was the only coach there that didn't play college soccer i would always get corrected so you were the underdog i was the underdog i got brought in by an australian dude who i went to college with and he was like yeah come work for us so i got brought under him all right and he was cool with me everyone else there hated me it hated yeah. me except it's for like this the comics who were like dude he's only been doing stand for a year why right. is he getting booked right every leadership yeah. and they would always come in and they would always correct me one time one of the head honchos came in and he was giving after a practice he came in and he was talking to all the coaches and he's like uh you for example didn't ask my name didn't ask my name he's like you uh yeah you for example so you were doing this you gotta not do this only example he gave was me. So, yeah. and keep in mind... I know this guy. I'm the only one there who doesn't act like they're too cool to be there and isn't just, like, grab-assing with the other coaches, right? Yeah. I'm the outsider, right? So when I'm there, I'm hanging out with the kids. The kids like me because I talk to them. I have a good time with them. All the other kids are just like, whatever. This is like, I'm just making a little bit of money. I don't really care. I'm kind of phoning it in. For me, I don't have friends there. So I'm, like, hanging out with the kids. I'm really invested. I'm having a good time with the kids. So there's a part of me that's like, hey, at the end of the day, the only person that the kids like being around is me, right? Yeah. So I'm always getting corrected. They're like, you, for example, you fucked up this way. And then you did that and that and that. And I'm like, so I'm always, dude, I'm always, I'm shit. You're I always sh- at odds. Always people shitting on yeah. me. They're like, hey, follow Ellie, follow Jordan around, have them show you like how it's done. And they just do a half-assed job. And I'm like, yeah, so up. constantly getting degraded. There were so many times where the new schedule would come out. And I'm like, there's no way I'm on the schedule because how much they hate me. There's no way I'm on the schedule. But every time I get it and like full schedule, Joey's on everything. And I'm like, you guys hate me, but you put me on everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So then the resentment builds. Yeah. So, all right. It's the end. It's getting to the summer. I'm done with college. So I'm going going back home for the summer um and i live like an hour away from the school when i'm working at a lifeguard place i'm like i'm easing out i've told them i'm like hey i'm uh cut back my hours i'm starting to work again so i'm done so anyway within this time an email goes out man this is the greatest Uh, i've been i've been degraded an email i've been degraded my whole entire time there treated like shit told i was i was shitty and not good at my job um and by the way, the guy that got me the job, he eventually had to leave because he had to go back to Australia because his visa ran out, right? So then I'm there alone. I have nobody supporting me except for one guy who's rarely around. Yeah. All right? So And that, that guy comes into play right now, okay? Hell yeah. So I'm like, I don't really give a shit at this point. I'm like, I'm already done. I If they were to say, hey, we don't want to sign you to any more games or practices, I'd be like, that's fine. That's cool. I'm done. I'm, uh, I already got another job. 
but they send out an email and this is from the head dude the dude that was always correcting me all right yeah they send out an email saying hey this is uh i'm forwarding you guys all this because this is from a mother at the at that from delaney one of the girls that was part of the fever academy okay so i know delaney i've met delaney delaney i've coached her a lot yeah delaney sucked Delaney was bad. not good. Not good at soccer. She was very bad at soccer. She was a sweetheart. Little girl, maybe like eight or nine years old. She was a nice girl, but she was just very bad at soccer, right? Which would think, you would think nice parents if she grew up a little sweetheart. She did have nice parents, bud. So here's the deal. What'd they say? So the email comes in and it says something to the extent of Delaney tried out for the Fort Wayne Fever, which is the team. So she was she was on the cadets. She was just part of the league, and now she wants to be on the team. She's been with the program for like two years, right? So they say she didn't make the team. All right. So basically, the people that trained her are saying you're not good enough to be on the team. All right. So the parents are upset. So they're like, hey, you know, we've uh, we've been really impressed with coach. Uh, Coach Mitch, who was the only guy that liked me, I didn't see him around a lot, but he's like, we've been. Coach Mitch was really great. We really enjoyed being coached by Coach Mitch, but unfortunately, with the Fever program and the coaches we had, we were very disappointed. They didn't seem like they were very involved. They weren't very engaged. Delaney didn't like them. They didn't seem to care about Delaney's progress, right? So I'm reading this, right? Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, it sucks at soccer, dude. Be a dad. Put a fucking net in your backyard and have her just kick it for like seven hours, no, man. No, I'm, I'm on the parents' team because the parents are like, hey, you know, we've really put a lot of money and time into this. And now you're saying our daughter's not good enough. So they're pretty butthurt, right? So I'm like, all right. So I they're saying, sides. and they're really chastising the coaches of the fever program, which is me. All right. So. They're saying we really, we're really disappointed. We feel like we would be more, we'd feel better about this if we really felt like we were getting the full commitment and energy from the coaches, but we've been really disappointed by them. And so has Delaney. Okay. So I'm reading this and I'm like, I know I'm like, I'm going to get blamed for this. I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not even going to come in for my shift. I'm like, I know I'm going to get the scapegoat, but then the email's not over, dude. So Uh-oh. they say, um, aside from Coach Mitch, who was the person that liked me, yeah. cool guy. Um, shit, I forget Mitch's last name. But uh, I don't think we need to say it. Hanley, Mitch Hanley. He, the, right. Beside Coach Mitch um, and the blonde-haired coach with the mohawk. And it couldn't – if they knew my name, it wouldn't have been as good because there was another coach with my same name, and they would have given the credit to him. But they said – Besides, they identified. They identified the blonde-haired coach with the mohawk. He has been very present, and met, and Delaney has really enjoyed being coached by him. And we do not want him to be categorized in the same as the other cadet coaches. We've really appreciated. Wow, I appreciate their uh, specificity. Their specs because I knew they were people that were like, we don't want to throw anyone that doesn't deserve to be thrown under the bus under the bus. And they said, I'm on team parent. Then, dude, I'm on their side now. I'm reading. They got back. They got a case. They're backing it up. They're like, we've paid attention. I've never smiled so much in my life. I'm just ear to ear. I'm like, yo, ain't nobody. Everyone. Fuck you. Yes. Fuck you. Fuck you and your girlfriend. Everyone at the Plex. Everyone at the Plex knew. I mean, there's no way. I was the only guy with the blonde mohawk. It was obvious who it was. Yeah, but they probably everyone just, got no that email. Anything. Just, they just completely ignored you. No, they did. They called me out. They were like, they were, when I walked in for my, I only had like two or three more shifts left. 
every time I walked in, they said, hey, what's up, Joey? Hello. Everyone at the counter, everyone when I walked in said my name. And I was like, this is crazy. And even the guy that I was coaching with who was always chastising me, he was like, he was like proud of me for a second. So I came in for my last shift and I'm coaching. And then he comes over and he does the same bullshit, starts correcting me again. I didn't come back in again. I was like, okay. And then I left and he was like, hey, I was like, hey, I'm not going to finish my shifts. I straight up emailed him like, hey, Nick, uh, I'm, uh, I'm working at the lake now and I'm, uh, I'm not coming in. Yeah. And he was, he was so mad, but I'm like, dude, because it was, I got the, I got, I got the recognition and he continued to chastise me. I was like, you know what? Deuces. I'm out. I'm out. I'm like, yo, I'm the only, if, if I, if there were more coaches like me, Delaney would still be part of the fever program. Delaney and his nice parents would still be here paying you money. Yeah, dude. That's what but I'm saying. You fucked around. Cause and you had the cool kids on the ski trip. The rich cool kids. Let them run yep. the show. Didn't let the scrappy new kid who's here. You get it. We all get it. Well, okay. That's, Cause we know who the winners are. The end of that email, what it said was it said, and we have no, we really, we have no choice but to join the Fort Wayne Sports Club. And we're going to enroll her in the <laughs> Fort Wayne Sports Club. Which is the counter. Formal nature. Yeah. We have we, no choice. We really have no choice but, but uh, to join the St. John Blue Jays. Yeah. They said that. They were like, we have no choice but really enroll her in that and try that. And I was like, yep. I'm, I'm just like, you're damn right. Yeah. It, honestly, then, here's the sad reality. Greatest moment here's of my the life. Epilogue. Here's the epilogue of the film, bud. The unfortunate thing is you left and they just kept doing shit. Business as usual. They I said, don't care, though. I got mine. I got mine, dude. You got yours. I got my recognition. That's for sure. You got it. Whatever choice they decide to make is all on them, but like... I am so grateful to Delaney's parents for noticing and then like having that. Cause I have the same mentality. Like, I don't want to throw people. the wrong person under the bus. You can't do that. Much love. Uh, fuck Good you. Job. Fort Wayne fever and Fort Wayne sport or Fort Wayne sports club. I've never been to, but Fort Wayne fever Academy. I don't know if the they're still fever. around. It's not yeah. funny. How, how it's funny. How formal they had to be with those names. What? It was like, we love the good work that the four, it sounds, it's, it sounds like, uh, like the letter Tom Brady wrote to the Patriots fans. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so funny. He's like, I've had nothing. I've grown as a man and become a better person. Yeah. With the new England Patriot. Like it's the name of a sports team. What do you mean? It's Wait, what, what do you find weird about it? Fun. It's funny when people have to be serious and also say Fort Wayne fever. Oh, they got to say something silly. Like yeah. my, it's like, it feels kind of juvenile. It's like if you were in court, and you were like the witness to a murder, like your roommate got murdered, and then you're in court, and they're like, "Where were you the moment of the murder?" You're like, "Well, I was, uh, in the, I was uh, pooping." <laughs> like, what? Like, it's almost more formal to say shitting. Like, you'd be like, "I, I was." Oh, uh, to say like I was, I was defecating. Some people would be like, "Well, why do you have to specify?" I have you a turd you halfway on my ass. Like, I want them to have the facts. Right. I was shitting, and then I heard the gun go off. I see what you're saying, but when I hear uh, New England Patriots, I think of like a business. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? I guess Patriots is a little bit more fun than the Fort Wayne fever. Yeah. Yeah. Fever, it is also funny, those uh, the the bad bad team names, like the Fever. It's not good. Not a good not yeah, now. Fever's, ooh, definitely not good now. Not in, you know, AC after Corona. Maybe in BC. But like... Redskins, that's problematic. Definitely, they're not... It looks like they're not changing it, though. They would give a fuck. Uh, Chicago like, Fire... That's problematic That's pretty too. Deaf, pretty toned deaf. Yeah, a lot of people died. Um, I mean, you can you can do this for a while though. The Washington Wizards, they used to be the Bullets. 
DC, yeah. the most like yeah. the most most uh most like the murder capital was a lot of gun violence had yeah. to change it. That's they, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they had to change that. Houston Oilers, no. Yeah, that's know. the only. Those are the only ones I can think of. I never like, thought of that. How many people yeah. died over oil? Probably a lot more. Oh yeah, <laughs> died in the fire. Yeah, maybe. But the Chicago fire, if it was like the Fort Wayne fire. Fort Wayne never yeah, had a historical fire. Yeah, we're but good. Chicago actually had a fire that destroyed half the city, and they're like, you know, it'd be a good name. That terrible thing that happened. Remember to that our thing town. that killed off half of our population? Let's let's remember it. <laughs> On a bunch of signs at the stadium, when you're drinking a 24 ounce Miller Lite that you paid thirty four dollars for. Actually, that's how we can remember those. They are expensive. I had like a sixteen dollar Modelo at Toyota Center oh, once. Dude, when we went to the Rams game, how much was that, dude? We, we were throwing like fourteen dollars like, for Tall Boys. Man. I spent like sixty bucks on beer that night. You gotta do it though. You got to if you're one of those punks who's going there. Like, I'll get a water. Shut up. Just go to. If you're gonna like, yeah. I, I'm not saying you gotta be a baller or anything, but like, dude, if you're going to a game, save an extra couple twenty, thirty bucks. Throw you down. can do it and yeah. get a nice beer. Enjoy that. I've always been a big. Uh, proponent of that yeah like we even talked about we talked about like we were trying to go like a lakers game or whatever and it's one of those things it's like dude i don't want to you your boy ain't get yeah your boy ain't getting a 20 dollars seat i'm not doing it no i'll go to one game a season and i'm gonna make it a trip get a hundred dollar seat i'm gonna save up i'm gonna get a good seat i want to be there that's that's the thing i took my get some beers yeah i took my brother to a clippers game and it was like i paid like $74 $74 for a seat and dude we were we were in the ones dude yeah we were in the ones and I was well, like this is this is basketball yeah I saw the I saw the Blazers play at the United Center against mm-hmm. the Bulls one time in Chicago those are expensive was, tickets dude. yeah a little bit but yeah. I was like we were pretty pretty well off and I was like yeah that's, that's good yeah. no starting Derek Rose wasn't there Jimmy Butler wasn't playing I think the only person of note who was playing was like Pau Gasol and I'm like Wait, this was the who was playing Clippers? Oh, this is five years ago. Wait, it was you said it was wait who with Bull? Trailblazers at Bulls. Trailblazers at Bulls. That's a good game. That was yeah. a good game. It was fun. That you probably it was had cool Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, Dame it was Lamarcus Aldridge, Dame Lillard, Luol Dang, uh, your favorite. Luol Dang, fuck Luol. It was good to see him in person. I gave him two birds. I said fuck you, Luol. Hey, Luol Dang escaped the Sudan, dude. So you gotta That's respect true. that shit, man. Respect Luol, but also. In the NBA, you can get bad. Is this a sports podcast? Dude, it is now. It can be whatever podcast wanna... these people want, dude. Okay. Wh- that's what I'm saying. We can do these. Everyone's on Instagram live now. We got to do call-ins. Yeah. I feel like that's, if ever yeah, we'll a show, it. we got to do call-ins. Would people do that? I don't know. If you're listening, you'd be interested in that. Just fucking, all we ask is that if we put out a thing and we're like, hey, we're doing call-ins, dude, call in. Here's, I have a challenge for us. Yeah. I've wanted to do this. Let's, can yeah. we explain tom brady's move to the tampa bay buccaneers to the person that doesn't like football or understand it and make them care can we do I, this i did i did this week with maureen let's well, give it give it your best pitch and i'll try to fill in okay um this person doesn't know anything about football no but i will say she does know that tom brady's like the most famous quarterback who's dating or sorry married to giselle Bunchen. right like she knows his status He's the, so i said yeah. okay so imagine this imagine that you know, think of like the highest up, the most recognizable person at, you know, a job. You know, so people were compared to like, you know, Michael Jordan or Papa John, you know? Imagine <laughs> the face, the biggest one. He's just like, Icon. you know, I'm going to go to a small, no market team that honestly nobody gives a fuck about. They haven't really been good. I mean, ever. They, they, they were good in the Bowl. 70s. They have won a Super they Bowl. They were good back then. And Warren Sapp won him a Super Bowl? Yeah, I think so. 
But I was like, yeah, imagine the biggest guy, the face of a franchise, moving, just moving to Florida. Okay, not the, going to California, not going to LA. The objective, the best person at any sport possible. Okay, yeah. he's been at, he's he's done twenty years at the same franchise and done it with another coach. They've been in tandem. So, Bill Belichick is the coach of the New England Patriots. Tom Brady is the quarterback of the New England Patriots, and they've won six Super Bowls over the course of twenty years, which is unprecedented. It's the it's there isn't anyone that's even even close. See, I think you're even going too far. Like if you're Why? explaining this to like a person who doesn't care about football, you can say six Super Bowls in twenty years that won't mean anything. What you have to be is basically like, listen, he is objectively the best quarterback the on best. objectively the best team with objectively the best coach. But this is that's the narrative too is he has been playing with the greatest coach. So there's this idea That's of like, why he's leaving, though. Right. You've won all six of your championships. Both of them have won together. So now, yeah. now the Patriots didn't want to pony up $30 million to pay Brady. And then Brady also, they don't have enough weapons because you got to throw the, you gotta throw the you ball gotta to someone. Weapons. He wants weapons. You got to throw the ball to someone that can catch the ball, right? And can be elusive and get some space and get free to catch the ball. So... And so there's an idea of like Tom Brady saying, okay, this place doesn't want to pay me. This is, he's so loyal. He's been there 20 years, six. Yeah. And he says, you know what? Fuck this place. Yeah. I am not going to win here. I'm going to go to Tampa Bay. I think that's the thing, man. I think that was the move. And honestly, that's why I respect it. People were like, oh, no, he's been there. I'm like, no, dude. The whole thing is the Patriot way, right? Oh, dude, what, this is its own podcast, but I don't give a fuck because fuck you people. Go Who's, for it. Yeah. Listen, we're here. Here's the thing. He was on the Patriots, and the whole thing is the Patriot way. It's not about you or any individual. It's about right. the collective good, which is uh, it's good on paper. Except when you're the greatest quarterback of right. all time, and you're being told 20 years straight, year after year after year, that right. you're shit, that you're not good, that like... There's footage of Bill Belichick in locker rooms being yeah. like, wow, you throw like a, a fucking eighth grader. Right. Like literally that. So he's like, you know what, man? And I texted you this. It's the, it's Tom the Brady neg- wanted yeah. LeBron status. He wanted to say, hey, I can go somewhere else and fucking build a franchise around me and yeah. win. As a f- so they, is this the like equivalent of him going from Cleveland to Miami? Except, I mean, it's a little different, obviously. But Another another important thing to establish, Tom Brady is 42 years old. Okay? Yeah, of course. So this is, and also what's, okay, so Bill Belichick, the coach, because people don't know these names. Bill Belichick, the coach, notoriously, when your contract is up with the Patriots, You'll sit in the meeting. You'll think, okay, well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. Whatever, whatever position you're in, you'll doesn't think, matter if you're good though. I'm pretty good. You know, I'm. I'm this is my contract year. I'm, I'm gonna negotiate, try to get an extension, try to get some money. What Belichick will do is he'll say to you, he'll come up with reasons why you're not that good, and then he'll say, hey, if you want money, um, yeah, you can go somewhere else. But if you want championships, uh, that's kind of what we do here, which I respect because the Patriots, respect. they're so winning. Because back it up. They're a business. So basically, I mean, any, said he's like, this is what we do with the company. If you're not a good fit, you're not a good fit. We'll be all right. So, so basically, that's what they do. So I think he got to the and point where they have where leverage because like, they have the championship. They do, and they probably will win. So this is the point where he says, you know what? Buccaneers have done really well right now, and they're set up in a way where all they really need is some guy to throw these really good receivers yeah. the ball. Yeah, think about how good. Like we don't even know how good the Bucks are. They've had dipshit Jameis Winston in there for the last couple of years and God knows what talent you have around the thing he's a good Brady, quarterback though, but he's through so many Brady, interceptions if I'm Brady and I'm gonna you know like a standpoint a business standpoint I'd be like wait you're making and breaking all these big deals as coach you're like what we do here is win championships yeah. but why are you winning championships because I'm the greatest quarterback of all time and you're gonna decide the fate of other people's deals around my talent right. fuck that 
And this I'm is I'm going to go we'll to see. a franchise where I'm the top dog. And that's his thing. Is he had all these notes. He was like, I want to be involved in play calling. Right. He wants to be involved in like the draft. That's the whole thing. Is that's why they did this now. Right. It's because he wants to be involved in the draft. He wants to have a say in who gets drafted. He wants. I truly believe he wants to be more of a role in the business side of this. And he's like, fuck. If you don't appreciate, if you think he's like, all you think I am is a dick, dude. That's yeah. all I do is come in and throw you touchdowns, right? Right. right. Well, I'm more than a dick, dude. I'm top. I'm TB12, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't eat tomatoes. I go out there and win. Yeah, that's what he's basically it's it's him saying like i'm more than just a fat cock dude more than a dick i'm gonna come in I'm and i'm gonna and i want to have control and i want to show you and i love it dude because this is what okay i'm gonna sell sports to people that aren't sports fans if you fuck with love is blind if you followed last episode yeah if you fuck with love is blind and you like competition and you like drama <laughs> dude watch the nfl and figure out the narrative behind it because this is two men that have been partners for 20 years. They've been partners. Yeah, they've been dating for 20 years. Tom Brady was nobody. He was like the last last quarterback picked his draft year, which is crazy. Almost wasn't picked, and he's come up rags to riches, and he is the greatest of all time. I love Tom Brady. But now he is saying, you know what? Everyone kind of gives a lot of credit to Bill Belichick, my coach. That's and it. he's saying, you know what? Fuck him. Yeah. And I love it. They're leaving on bad terms a little bit. But oh, they'll, they'll come back and there'll be like a thing when Brady retires and they'll come back together and hug on stage and be like, it's all good. And also, let's not rule this out. Guess where the Super Bowl is this year? Tampa fucking TB, Bay, baby. Dude. TB, Tampa 12. He wants to win the Super Bowl and retire. Boom, yeah. that's it. That's going to be it. That's he signed the a two-year deal. Oh, he did? I thought it was one-year deal. Either way, same two-year, thing. Two-year, 50 same million. Same thing. He wants to win all the guaranteed. Super Bowl. All guaranteed. He wants to go baller status. Yeah. Oh, another thing. Dude, is I'm that this pod? This was a sports? It is because he's getting guaranteed $50 million. No trade, no yep. trade clause. Um, there's some other clause in it. But, yeah, he gets all of his money. Oh, incentives too. So it's a $50 million deal with incentives. Yep. So it could be $60 million. Um, it's a pretty Tom Brady-friendly deal. So if you don't like football, man, listen to that. Listen that the greatest of all time is trying to prove himself beyond his coach. Um, this is an exciting time to be a football fan. If yeah, we're not it's all be dead, great. he's signed to a team and they won't even have the season, but right. it'll Perf- be a fun time. <sighs> and, uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be funny if that was it? Like he finally left New England and they can't do the season because of the the Rona. Strange times. It would be crazy if that happened, but I don't know if it will. We'll see. Stay inside. Don't spread germs, man. Yeah, we're good, dude. Yeah. Stay, this is the thing, man. Who knows? We're gonna do. We gotta wrap this up. We should wrap soon. All right. I'm thinking of like, you know, watching Instagram. We're gonna, we don't know what the world holds. Yeah. How many open mic? They're doing virtual open mics now. Cats or dogs? It's crazy. Okay. Dude, what do you think of these virtual open mics? I think they're I've fun. Got- I think they're fun, dude. They're fun if you go on there and just try to have like a funny conversation. Like, but just punch your punchlines into a conversation, right? Don't go up there. Dude, it's so funny when you're in one of these and you just see people like, dude, well, it doesn't even have jokes. I'm like, shut up. We're holed up inside on our fucking phones because there's a police state around us. Like, sh- you, you wait, are people people in the thread are yeah, commenting? Yeah, commenting. You can see it. Watch comics. You go can up live like, heckle. Yeah, you can live heckle. Which, listen, I don't want support. You know, but if you're on there, be like, well, do jokes, do bit, like, shot, dude. This is not. This that is part's it's a hang. over. It's a hang. This is a hang. Let's call this for what it is. Call it a hang and just have a funny conversation. Okay, that's it. I'll speak to the live improv show because God, there's only been... stand-ups would make it competitive. Right. 
you know Im- improv's not that way because i was i was yeah, watching well, a live improv show that's what i'm curious about uh, there's a live improv show and then my improv team has been like let's do a let's do a you know video practices and i i've i, I watched some of the live improv show these people are hilarious but i'm watching it and i'm like guys it doesn't work it doesn't work it you doesn't can't work. It, it's such improv is such a such a physical medium unless you it's did such a thing that you have to be there that's why there aren't improv specials like yeah it's so in the moment and i think the only way you could do improv scenes is if you did you were like okay i'm doing a character based on the fact that this scene is taking place over a skype call does that make sense yeah it has to be surrounded yeah yeah it's like oh this is an interview this is a two couples talking this is a mom and a daughter talking over a skype call because you need to give it that context or because i was watching i'm like that's cool I, I think it's awesome you guys are doing this but it doesn't work yeah it's got to be a premise around a call of some kind yeah or some kind of video exchange it has to be around that that's my take but here's uh, the thing this is uh this is the reality for a while we're gonna be doing these if you want to get your five minutes you want to get your type five work on that are we just gonna host an open mic <laughs> we could should we open up some we got time here's the thing it's not like one off we can be doing this for a minute man yeah we can should be we hoping we should we talk so much shit about open mics it's only fair that we host one right yeah maybe we will maybe that's what we'll do maybe we host should a digital that. open mic digital we should host an open mic you want to do it hit us up why not we'll heckle in the comments and then i'll talk shit about you and we'll the people are like dude this guy books these open mics and it's like not even the best comics and it's like <laughs> it's funny to see how petty yeah, like the pettiest of stand-up still is it's it's funny dude. you know what's funny though it was what i love about this is so because i've done stand-up for a long time and i did improv and i do improv now and it's so interesting how different the communities are yeah there's shit talk but like improv people so much love yeah there's a lot of love that's the whole give and take right is that you know there's more love in the improv community but there's typically more jokes in the stand-up community yeah. Well, okay. In my experience, let me tell it, you something. Good improv is so good. Like when I, I when I saw Middle Edition Sports, I'm like a high. I'm sure. I have the finest taste for improv. Right. You know. I it, think what good improv can't be beat. But man, like a stand up, the thing is like you can be watching open mic, and no one you don't have to commit to anything. It could just be one liner after one liner after right. one liner and be like, oh, there there were some bright parts in that. I guess stand- improv is the same thing. But the thing is, if you commit and you're doing like a half hour on the same thing, yeah. you, it better be good. That's what I've seen. I've seen some people, because I've done, I've only done, I think the longest show I ever did was like 30 minutes, okay? Yeah. Um, and you got breaks, you know what I mean? Like some people are in a scene, maybe you walk on, but this is what, there was a, there's a, dude, I'm going to throw out the name, uh, Landon Kirksey. Okay, he's a. If you're Sounds in like LA, yeah. If you're in LA, teach a class at West Side Comedy Theater. I saw this guy in a show, and they did an hour. And this guy, part of me, when I'm doing really well, I'm like, you know, we got to get out of this because I feel like let's end, let's end. I feel like I was hot. This is me personally. Yeah. This is like my selfish brain. This guy, and I saw him because he was just like lighting it up. I'm like, dude, Landon is just, he is on, and I could see in his brain that he's just like. There wasn't a part of them that's like, yo, I'm trying to exit on this high note. No. He's just like, I got fucking more, dude. This that's guy, good. That's what you want to see. That's that's how you're dealing with a pro. He was just like, I can go all day, baby. Yeah. I can make you piss your pants all day. This guy, Landon Kirksey, wrote a show Sounds called good. Trump in Space. I don't think it's at what I don't think it's at Second City anymore, but really funny. Check him out. Yeah, check out 
Yeah, check him out. I'm sure Trapped he's got a website. Us. I'm sure he's doing shows. Check him out. Never if we all die. I don't know, we're man. We're not going to die. We're not going to die, gonna but... Say, we're just going to have to stay inside for a little bit. It'll be weird, but once you accept that it, it's just going to be weird for a little bit, it's... It is what it is, dude. Yeah. Aren't we glad that this shit isn't... Ha- isn't this... Aren't we glad that this isn't life 24-7? Yeah. You know? Help your neighbors. Yeah, check out your old people. Make sure they're good. Don't right. go to a smart... I, I have the Citizen app. I got an alert the other day. You have Citizen app? No. Bro... You are so far behind. I knew you were going to roll your eyes at me when I said Get no. Get Citizen, dude. I, I rolled my eyes because oh. you would love it. Okay, all right. Dude, I'll get on Citizen's it. app. It's basically, it's an app. They notify you of shit going on around you. Car accident here. Fire. Police being called here for a report of a shooting. You okay. just get alerts about that. But there was an, I got an alert the other day, last night, and it was like, woman throws a water bottle on another woman at the Smart and Final grocery store. I'm like... I should know. In my head, the doors, like the end just starts playing. Yeah. This is the end. Because <laughs> someone threw two two bitches threw water bottles at each other. Yeah, that's that's like that's what that's what that's the only doom and gloom I get. The only time I feel like we're not gonna make it is when I hear about Karens throwing water on each other. I just start seeing like fire, like Apocalypse Now, where the doors is playing at the beginning. Like the killer awoke at dawn. Mm. <laughs> he put his boots on. I'm like, that's two Karens. <laughs> look, look at I'm I'm looking at you like I've seen the movie. I'm like, yeah, dude, haven't seen it. I haven't oh, seen Apocalypse good. now. It's good. I mean... Oh, you're the Kubrick boy, dude. No, it's Coppola, buddy. Is it? Yeah, it's Godfather. It's Coppola. Oh, I'm... What did... Oh, he did Dune. No, David Lynch did Dune. Did he? Yeah, but Dune was a flop, and now they're remaking it. Yeah, I haven't seen Dune. Kubrick? I won't watch any movie that was made before The Matrix, man. That's a good rule to live by, my dude. Let's wrap this. All right, I gotta pee. Watch some Instagram lives, please. All right. I don't know why I gave the fingers, dude. I'm gonna censor that.